Welcome, welcome to the first ever podcast of Fishbowl Improv's Bits in the Tank. I'm Carly. I'm Adam. I'm Audrey. Uh, I'm Nadisha. My name is Sam. Hey, Haley, do you want to say I'm Haley one more time? Because your audio cut out. Uh, Hey, I'm Haley. Uh, This is the second time. (laughs) Beautiful. I just want to make sure we get your beautiful name in there. But yeah, this is Fishbowl Improv's podcast. Um, Obviously, we can't reach you guys like we have in the past on stage, face-to-face, breathing into each other's mouths. But we still wanted to be out here in any way that we could, just uh, having fun and making each other laugh. So the way that this podcast is going to work is we're going to talk a little bit, throw some bits in the tank. Uh, just to get our conversation rolling. And then we're going to move into a storytelling game called Goon River. It's a story in three parts. We learned this game from our friends at Bowling Green. Uh, They have so many great teams there. Bad Genetics, Plastic Shatners, Lady Parts, the whole whole shenanigans. And then uh, we're going to give you guys some advice because I know that you've missed us dearly and um, you're constantly begging for us to fix your lives. And if I'm being honest, I don't know how you guys feel. I've I've missed it too. It's a bit of a void um, in my life, not being able to give our audience members advice. But um, yeah, that's how it's gonna go, and we're just kind of learning and exploring it as we as we move along. But to start off the podcast, we always like to feed our fish by throwing some bits in the tank, just random things we want to talk about, and not to completely. Uh, take control of this intro but do you guys mind if i throw some bits in the tank for this first time around absolutely oh yes well i these bits if i'm being honest they are from um someone on our instagram story so on our instagram for our later um game we're gonna play called dear fishbowl well if they wanted advice but one of our lovely instagram followers Instead of asking for advice, he just asks us a question about our lives, which I think is really sweet. Um, it just says, hi, fish, plural. What color were each of your school subjects in high school? That's Connor Telford. And I think it's a great way to kick off the podcast. <laughs> just talk about our school subjects from high school and beyond. I still have school colors, I feel like. But yeah, anybody have strong opinions about this? Math is always blue, I would have to say. Math is always that's I feel like I agree. No question whatsoever. No question whatsoever. Math is red because it's the worst. Who lied to you? Who lied to you and made you think that in what way? What about math gives you red vibes? Because I see red. It's all about rage. It's all about the emotion behind all these subjects, I think. And it's like Audrey, red is definitely social studies. And I Yeah. I can't explain why, but it's deep in my soul. And math is blue. But also... And science is green. Green. Okay. Is is anybody against science being green? Okay, thank God. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like it's all... Honestly... Do you did you guys really have the same color for the same subject every single year throughout all of your schoolings? Because I grew attached to my colors as it went on for the year, but... 
every year, depending on staples availability, then I could still change it up to a different color and I change my attachment. That's a true variable was the availability of colors because there wasn't always all of them. There's also supply shopping. I always did that like the last weekend before school started, and that was a rush. There's always that like issue though when you grow up a little bit and you're like a junior or senior and your classes start not being as simple as like science, social studies. Mm, Like I took psych. Yeah, I took psych and I took human geography. And I was like human geography? Yeah, I was just like was the, of the world are like of the human body, like human, like, like no, the body human, like take a left at the right hand. Body, like, <laughs> what is? Yeah, my synesthesia is way too limited for like human <laughs> geography. <laughs> like I don't know what color that is. And then what? anatomy. I also ha- did have anatomy, and that I one I was it. like, I guess yellow. I just had a black yeah. binder for anatomy. That was kind of that's kind of like sociopath, but I mean. But black is English. Black is for writing in English, correct? Yeah. <laughs> black is for uh, men's chorus. My high school, uh, Walt Women High School's renowned choral program, we uh, they gave us like folders, like nice, they're like leatherish folders to put all our music in for the year. Oh. It said Walt Whitman High okay, School. Okay, but that was provided for there. you. That wasn't a choice yeah. that you made, Wait, right? For me, if I did like orchestra or chorus or like even sometimes Spanish, like something fun, it would be purple. Yeah. Purple's purple's my least favorite color and I hate it. I hate that I dislike the color. I don't know. I just dislike <laughs> it. I don't know why. I wish I liked it. Because that's just like a whole spectrum of things that I don't like. I like I dislike that I dislike it, but I can't change it. Well, you def you go directly against you know those people who it's like there's that whole joke that if your favorite color is purple, your whole personality is that your favorite color is purple. Oh, that? I saw a store in Seattle once, and it's literally called the Purple Store, and just everything and they sell just, is purple. That's their stick. All over the sidewalk. You- I couldn't take it. I yelled. I shrieked. (laughs) And I was like, I really wish I didn't have to shriek here because something's making me shrieking, but I just have to. Can I just ask, though, like, what about, like, periwinkle and lavender? Does that Periwinkle I love because it's got a strong association of blue's clues, which I love because it has a strong association (laughs) with the color blue, which is (laughs) Yeah, Blue's Clues is definitely, we should get him on the pod. Blue for the first guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. My, mis- my, in- my internalized misogyny is showing you guys. What was the, what was the dude's name? The, the cool guy. Blue. Huh? Oh. What do you Oh, Magenta? It was a baddie. And also a man, I'm assuming. Y'all remember Salt and Pepper and their kids? Oh, in uh, Paprika. Paprika. Paprika, yes. is a great name for an evil little girl. Now they have like cumin, rosemary. They've got a lot of spices. They've they, been busy. They okay, did now, get busy. This is getting so like into Blue's Clues culture, but <laughs> now in the Blue's they Clues send emails universe. instead of letters. Isn't that yeah, so they use, like, I don't even know what's going on. It's kind of gross. I can't. How long it. has Blue's Clues been airing? What if I just threw out an, an a year like I knew? Honestly, um, I, I'd believe you. Ninety three. <laughs> Ninety three. Ninety three. Oh, how do you think about that? Right. 
Um, really quickly, how long has Blue's Clues been hearing? How long? Oh, I want to audition for Steve. September 8th, 1996. That's pretty, I mean, kind of cool. Anyways. Like go to jail and it was a thing when we were no, that, okay, okay can i give you a real background because the bitches okay. love to spread lies they <gasps> love to spread lies about the first Steve. <laughs> this, is, okay, uh, this is the last thing we're doing on the intro <laughs> so, so there was a big thing about like him getting addicted to drugs but that just wasn't true the real reason Which... he left is he was going bald and he got really sad about it and just quit. <laughs> well, didn't you guys, you guys had those whole, um, when we were little, little about Barney and how like Barney oh, yeah. had a gun on. I never trusted Barney. We kind of got to move show. on. <laughs> yeah, we... uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I just like said an F word on live This is an amazing first podcast. Um, I think to close this section, I'd like to say um don't judge uh the boys from blues clues so hard that they feel like they have to quit their job when they're balding let's embrace bald men i think is the thesis statement of this um intro it's natural it's natural it's natural, it's natural baby but uh <laughs> now, <laughs> let's take a ride down the goon river guys we'll see you there <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. We're going to move into our first game of the day. It's a storytelling game called Goon River. And basically how it works is through a series of monologues, we are going to show you the story of a town that's never existed before until now. Um, the way we're going to get started with the game is we asked you guys on Instagram to give us the name of a town that doesn't exist. And you guys really came through. We randomly selected one and today's town name is... Um, we're going to go to the town of Mount Magic Hands, courtesy of Willie Big Shrimp. Shout out, Willie Big Shrimp. Thank you so much for the get. All right, guys. Uh, I guess we'll see you in Mount Magic Hands. Jesus Christ, I didn't, uh, didn't think I'd see anybody up on this mountain. <laughs> it's so weird, I've been climbing for, uh, um, actually, now that I think about it, I don't know how long I've been climbing. Could have been 10 minutes, could have been <laughs> 10 days. I kind of see the cap from here, the mountain. There's some nice little, uh, uh, I keep I keep seeing all of these other climbers, and uh, it's really nice, but not at this portion. Oh, what am I doing up here? Oh, you know, taking in the scenery, looking over all of the valleys and the little towns. It's really nice. There's always this soft music coming from the other side of the mountain. Oh, look, there's another group of travelers. I might go see what they're about. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Fossey the Snowman. <laughs> like Bob Fossey, musical theater choreographer. <laughs> Don't get me confused with that other Frosty the Snowman. It's not like that at all. 
Yeah, this is a nice snowy mountain. <laughs> Good habitat for a man like me. Little treacherous for you humans, though. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, give my little jazz hands all around the mountain. I have a lot of fun here. But, uh, just don't call me frosty or bad stuff's gonna happen to you. Oh, I'm Andy. Yeah, uh, I lead people up Mount Magic Hands. Do you need a hand real quick? No? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they say that every body found on Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. And I'd say every body found here was a medium motivated person. It's a pretty manageable climb if you know what you're doing. If you know the ins and outs. If you know where to stop to rest and all that. But uh, if you lose sight of your destination, you might just get lost. <laughs> There's a lot of characters lurking around this place. But uh, follow me. I'll show you a town. Hey guys, Zeke Rockingham here. You may have heard me from the TV show Zeke's Peaks, where I take you to the top <laughs> of the most dangerous peaks on this planet. You've seen me climb Kilimanjaro. You've seen me summit Rainier. I even made it to Mount Everest without any oxygen. Well, this over here, little known peak, it's actually the most dangerous in the world. It's called Mount Magic Hands, and I'm gonna be taking you to the top. I've been studying, preparing, getting fit for this adventure all this month. In this episode, you're gonna see some incredible, mysterious, dare I say, magical experiences on this mountain. I hear that at the top, there's not just animals up there. There are other beings entirely. Let's begin the adventure. Hi, I'm Bethany. Um, what am I doing here? Uh, yeah, my family is just really adventurous. I don't know if you remember the Patagonia cover where the mom and the dad are throwing the baby across two, two mountain peaks. I'm the baby. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I am a brand ambassador for Patagonia, so I do stuff like this all the time. It's crazy. But yeah, I'm really excited for Mountain Magic Hands. It's sort of like one of those places I haven't been yet, you know? I heard that there's always kind of like crazy things happening, parties at night, and like I heard there's a snowman that's going to be like the main event at this concert later tonight uh, in town, so... I don't know, I'm excited to see his moves, but yeah, do you, do you guys want any Patagonia stickers for the road? It was, my name's Chad. Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. My parents told me that I should climb this mountain because I say I'm getting a little bit bad and I just, I just, I guess it's like good for my own health, I guess. So my, they told me to climb this mountain to help my weight or whatever but yeah not sure how it's gonna go but just have to fucking do it hello and welcome to the news at six mount magic hands is a flutter tonight we have a lot of celebrities coming into the area 
On top of our uh, local legend, Fosse the Snowman, Zeke Rockingham is making a grand appearance tonight for his show. Zeke, uh, how, how's the show going? Tell us any secrets that we, we might see on air. Oh, this climb's been even more treacherous than I thought it was. Before I even made it past the 1,000 foot mark, I've already encountered a bunch of other kids climbing up here to lose weight. They're crowding up the paths. This thing is tough. Single file lines all the way to the top. But don't worry, I'm here to entertain them up here. Now, just a little bit to be aware of. There have been sightings of snowmen up there. Looks like a snowman I knew from a kid from my childhood days. Uh, not gonna say the name. Da 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 da. That's right. I'm a singer too. Remember that tune? Could be up here. If you see him, say hi. Say Zeke sent you. Breaking news: With temperatures rising, snow is melting on Mount Rocking. Oh no, <laughs> Mount uh, <laughs> Mount uh, Mount Magic Hands. Coming up here is the chief meteorologist of uh, Mount Magic Hands proper, uh, Dale Weather. Dale, can you please explain what's making it warm here? Can I first say that this is absolutely disastrous for the climate of this mountain, and I simply don't know how we're going to deal with this. The sun has simply been uh, approximately two feet closer every single day. Uh, seems to be zeroing in on Mount Magic Hands, and uh, you know what? It's very gradual, but I think we need to take this extremely seriously. People are starting to slip slightly down the mountain, making the conditions even more treacherous, and I'm rather concerned. All right, next up on the news, body found with a carrot through his heart. Does anyone have anything to say about this? ET News coming at the people by the scene. What do you have to say, ma'am? Um, honestly, just really freaked out about it. I just came on this mountain to you know, see if I could climb it, see, meet some new people and have a great experience. And I uh, was not really hoping to be in the middle of a murder mystery. So really bummed out. Think I'm gonna end my hike here, um, and this is just really fucked up. I'm gonna tell all my friends not to come here next year too. And that is the news at six. Stay safe, Mount Magic Hands. We'll see you at eight. Oh my god, okay, so the concert got cancelled last night, which is fine, because there was a dead body found, so obviously it's not like my life is the hardest, but I don't know, I was just so excited to see Fosse, and then there's some random girl with a carrot through her heart, and everyone's like, well, what if it's him? And I'm like, okay, everyone wants to blame artists, you know? Jesus. But anyways, I just kept walking up the mountain, and then I find out that Zeke Rockingham is walking up right near me. Yeah, I did see him, you guys. So I just like walked up to him and I dropped my Nalgene and I was like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> and he gave it to me and we got to talking and he told me that not only is Fosse the snowman here, but he also hinted that Frosty the snowman's here. And I don't know, you guys know their past. So 
it's just a lot of drama, almost too much to put in an Instagram story, but I'm perseverant. Anyways, don't tell anyone I told you. I'm just a girl walking up the mountain. I'm not the brand ambassador of Patagonia. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, all right, see you guys at the peaks. There are a lot of uh, pretty intense allegations being thrown around right now. People are pretty upset about the concert, but I just have to say that snowmen are known as a uh, pretty peaceful people. And as, as long as I've been giving tours up this mountain, I haven't had a bad encounter with one, you know? They're really a, a gentle folk if you, if you address them correctly and if you know the customs. But uh, a lot of kids are coming up here. Their parents are adventurous. They, have, they want them to lose weight. They want them to get off their cell phones. And uh, I just don't think they understand these customs. I just don't think they're visiting the town and talking to the locals or, I don't know, hiring me, Andy, a guide who's trained in these matters. It's just, it's really fascinating to me. So um, I really think that people need to get more in touch with the local culture. And I think that they need to start taking it a bit more seriously or there may be more repercussions, like what happened to that poor girl. Hey, it's, uh, it's cool to see you again. Look, I'm sorry about being so weird last time we met. I just, I'm trying to keep it on the DL that I'm up here, you know? I'm actually here looking for someone. Uh, let me inter introduce myself. Uh, Flossie is my name. I'm looking for my dad. I know it sounds crazy, I know, but <laughs> I just, I haven't, like, he, he ran away. He, like, left home uh, years ago, and I never got to have an experience with him, and there's just all of these hints that he's a snowman up here and uh thought i found him now there's two now i just heard that there are two snowmen up here and uh i know sorry for like info dumping and just <laughs> talking about my feelings it's just i've got a lot riding on this trip up this mountain so i think uh maybe if there's another concert more people around I can start asking around and uh, get to the bottom of this. Thanks for listening. Man, I needed to lose weight, but whew, it is getting real hot and I'm melting quite a bit. But I'd be sweating anyway. They went and canceled my concert. My dang brother's back in town. Mm. <sighs> frosty, frosty, frosty. You know, I hate that snowman. N not even a man. That's a snow boy. <laughs> I hate that snowman. <sighs> well, anyway, you know, that carrot, that carrot was him. I know it was. He's trying to frame me. He knows I'm the big snowman on the mountain, and he's going to come my way and get me kicked off. I just know it. That's what always happens with that kid. He frames me for everything. But he was the one who spent that 20-year sentence. Huh. Not Fossey. That's for dang sure. <laughs> hey, uh, could you could you help me find uh, the top of the mountain? I kind of lost it. Uh, oh, it, oh, it's that way. 
Okay, cool. I just got I just got a little bit confused because the water was just flowing in the opposite direction. I just didn't know where I was going. Uh, could you could you maybe help me find uh, and Andy? Just anybody or anybody who could like help me. I I'm just I don't even know which way is up anymore, and I'm just a little bit lost. And so I I ran into this little snowman guy, and he told me that down was up, and I kept on going down the mountain, and and I I just I kept on. It, it was just, it, it didn't make sense, but I, I don't know, man. I'm just going to try to find my way from here, I guess. All right, I'll catch you later. Hey, Zeke Rockingham here. And uh, I hope you're not listening to this, because this is my <laughs> private diary. That's right, for Zeke's ears only. Man, felt so good when I put that carrot through that person's heart. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Feels so good to frame those snowmen up on top of the mountain. And I know exactly why, and I just want to put it in here so I can remember, in case I get dementia when I'm old, that I want to be a snowman too. I want to be the best snowman that Mount, uh, Mount Magic Hands ever had. And I want to replace everybody. I want to roll around in snow a whole lot, mostly around my legs so that I get a big base around there. And then second most around my torso. And then third most, the least amount of snow is going to be on my head. And that's going to make me look like a classic snowman. And I'll say Zeke, Zeke's Peaks Season 2. Zeke's Peaks from the perspective of a snowman. And you know what? Hey, I can't wait for this, Zeke. Because we're going to make millions, millions of children be happy. Hey, Zeke out. My baby came home. Flossie, dear, dear Flossie. You know, I had to leave her behind because in the last town where Frosty was trying to frame me, you know, nobody trusted me after that. Even though he went to prison, I still was left with all of this hate against me. But I finally saw her again and she's beautiful. I love that girl so much. And I think it's about time that I retire as Magic Mountain hands. Uh, Mountain magic hands. <laughs> Dang, I'm getting old. See, I'm gonna die soon. I know. The sun's getting close. I've gotta live my final days with my girl. So we gotta go to lower land to get away from the sun and spend these last moments with each other as much as we can. So I'm gonna talk to her about leaving. Leaving for good. But uh, I hope nobody forgets about dear old Fossey the snowman. Oh my God, I am so excited to see you guys. I can almost forgive you for wearing a Columbia jacket. Okay, listen, um, <laughs> I just made friends with the cutest little snowman named Flossie. She's so cute. Um, and she told me all this like situation about her. Okay, first of all, her dad is Flossie. So she's like a celebrity, but she told me all about their family drama and like how Frosty like framed, it was insane. But anyways, She's saying that her dad wants to leave town. And so she's throwing him a final retirement party tonight. 
And guess who's gonna be there? Zeke. So um, I'm excited, except for, okay, this is weird, but I saw Zeke on the peaks and I, I, I saw him again. And I shouldn't tell you guys this cause I shouldn't kiss and tell, but we did get to talking and um, we like kind of like we're resting by this tree and I was giving him Patagonia merch and we started flirting. And then he was like, I don't know, trying to like do this dirty talk thing where he was like, say that my hands are cold, say they're so cold. And I was like, okay, like trying to get into it. Like, yeah, your hands are so cold. It was weird. And then he, like we started making out and he was like, say that I taste like ice. And I was like, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm so excited to see him tonight, but it was just weird. And then carrots fell out of his bag and he was like, it's my, it's my track, my, like my snack for the trail. I don't know. He, I, he's a celebrity though. So I'm excited. Right. Is it weird guys? Tell me if it's weird. I don't think I have much time left. How did you even find me? I, I, I'm sorry, I don't, I really just don't. Zeke, I, I'm pretty sure it was Zeke. Zeke Rockingham. Y yeah, he's good looking and, and yeah, he can really rock a mountain peak, but there's something wrong with that guy. There really is. He was hiding in a cave and he leapt out. <sighs> he had a carrot in his hand and I knew what that meant. I just started running. <sighs> oh God, I think I hear him now. I'm not gonna make it to Fossey's retirement party tonight, am I? Oh God. I get this. I was, it was like hour three, and I was completely lost. But then I found Zeke, and he told me that there's there was this retirement party that everyone was going to. So then I just, I was like, okay, yeah, sure, might as well. I'm kind of hungry. So then I went, I went to the, to the party, and Zeke told me, hey buddy, you've you progressed a lot on this mountain and, and we became kind of really good friends and he was just really proud of me which made me like kind of scenty and then i was just like i guess we're <laughs> friends now and and then he he like took me to the side and he just told me he was so proud of me but then and then he kind of took me to this like isolated corner and like he's he, he said how much how much do you think you've improved since you started on this trail and I was like, what the fuck kind of question does that mean? But but before I could even answer, he 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 took a carrot out of his pocket and he stabbed me through the back and and could you just could you please just get help for me, please? I just I just I I need to please run out, please. Attention climbers, this is Zeke Rockingham from the hit TV show Zeke's Peaks and probably your heart yeah call me really cold call it to my face you know that i'm finally at the top of this mountain and let me tell you it's real beautiful egad the sun's so close oh good thing i covered myself up in snow to to, to keep that Keep me cold in this sun. Hey. <laughs> Damn. There's a lot of hot women on this mountain. They should cover in snow too. Hey. Um. Yeah, so. I hear a lot of people have been dying. 
That's a shame. But, uh, oh, geez, it's getting real warm here, and, uh, oh, no. Uh, Zeke, out. <clears throat> Zeke's diary. Oh, my snow is melting off. It's revealing my chest. So pale. Oh, man. This ain't good. I never thought that turning into a snowman could stop me from being hot. Oh, man. This truly is the most difficult climb in the world. And truly is the one that beat me. Oh, thanks for coming to my dad's retirement party. Um, yeah, we had a great talk and... Um... I knew it was bossy all along. Uh, I actually told- my dad told me that he uh, wants to retire. You know, go live life off the mountain. And I said, of course, dad. Anything for you. I want to really rekindle our relationship, but... One last thing before I go. I want to make it to the top of the mountain. And so I walked up to the top of my mountain. And, uh... <laughs> Saw the found the weirdest thing. Uh, actually found the naked body of Zeke, uh, sunburnt from the sun, surrounded by a whole bunch of melted snow and ice. Uh, carrots riddled around him. I didn't really know what to do, who to call. So I turned around, away from. Zeke's naked body surrounded by carrots and looked at the beautiful view off of mountain and took a deep breath of the fresh air and then I went back down the mountain grabbed my dad Fossey the snowman by the hand and on we went to be our beautiful little snowman and snow daughter duo God, I love this mountain. Um... All right, wow, guys, that was the the story of Mount Magic Hands was really intense but good for me. I don't know how you guys felt about it. I think there's something to learn for all of us in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I definitely think um, <laughs> I don't know what this what the, the moral is, but maybe just like don't trust people on National Geographic channel. But I don't know if people even have cable anymore. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so we're on to our final game of the night, and it's called Dear Fishbowl, and you guessed it. It's where you guys write in to us some of the things that you're having trouble with, and we have two fish offer up advice to you and sort of battle out to decide whose advice is the best, just to make your lives better. Um, so we asked you guys on our Instagram story if you had anything you needed help with, and we got a lot of responses, but here's 
just one of them. It reads, I'm annoyed with my fellow Provers on my team. They keep doing TikTok dances. Sincerely irked in Illinois. Uh, so yeah, Haley, Illinois, by the way, I'm so sorry. I know that people are going to kill me if I say Illinois. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, fan. Oh shit. But anyways, um, Haley and Adam, this, we have a fellow improviser with a problem. Do either of you have a solution? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, definitely. TikTok is a, uh, very prolific, um, you know, source of comedy these days. And it's also very easy to see where all of these people are like getting like these new dances, especially the youngins. Um, mm. But if your fellow provers are only doing TikTok dances during practice, taking away from practice time, taking focus away from actually the art and the craft of the prov, <laughs> there's only one thing that you can do. And that is getting in contact with President Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. Write a letter. You know what? Fuck it. Fly to D.C. Knock on the goddamn door of the White House. And you say, Donald J. Trump, please outlaw TikTok. Get it out. My fellow Provers cannot focus. They keep renegading. Okay, <laughs> they will not stop renegating. They keep doing the weird like hip thing and they keep shaking ass. And at some point, it's too much ass, president. It's too much. Sorry, it's so I just get so emotional because it's so. Hey, hey, don't apologize for Sorry, your thank We're you, all... thank you, guys. Don't look at her, she's crying. It's okay. Guys. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Carly. Thank you. Moral of my, moral of my advice: you gotta go all the way up to the top, mm. uh, to commander in chief, and you make him vow to get rid of that goddamn app. Wow, um, that was that's beautiful. Adam, do you have any rebuttal to that? That that was pretty beautiful. Yeah, so as the person who is probably the problem in this scenario, mm. I don't remember the last musical long form I didn't <laughs> randomly dance to. So the thing is, you have to go harder. TikTok, those dances are weak. They're easy. Anybody can do them. And the people who get popular from doing them just actually don't have any rhythm whatsoever. So the thing you need to do is you need to Google, or not even Google, let's go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to type in One Two Step by Sierra featuring <laughs> Missy Elliott. And we are going to learn that dance. If you need help, I know <laughs> most of it. So you can just call me up and I'll go through the steps with you. It's pretty easy as long as you have some um sense of hip-hop dancing but even then sierra you'll never be her and that's what you got to understand but you can try and that's what's important and the one two step part of the dance so easy you know there's a lot of popping and locking that maybe you won't get but that's okay because 
you'll still look better than everybody else in your team. So it's about outshining them with better dance moves. It's not taking dance out of improv completely because that <laughs> that is just not improv. So hope that helps, but definitely go above and beyond TikTok. I think Haley and I are in agreement that it's just not it. Wow. All right. Um, fellow fish, who do we, who are we siding with? Are we feeling anybody's advice more than another? Audrey, maybe? Well, I have to say, uh, I think I'm with Adam on this one. I believe both um, approaches are correct in that you want to escalate this conflict. You don't want to take it to a lower level. So, but I think that he's right. You need to advance your skills. You need to embarrass them with how good you are at dancing and uh, just see where it goes from there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, here's the thing. I I agree with Adam on the level of um, I don't want to involve President Trump in anything that I do, especially with my improv team. But I will say you're losing me a little bit on the competition. Listen, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a salt of the earth improviser. But I'm here to make my part my scene partner look good. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking maybe. Um, we can all learn Sierra's dance together. Maybe I'm I'm kind of shifting this, but I'm with Adam, but with a little bit of a, a caveat on the end, if that makes sense. Uh, and Nathisha, can you help me maybe enlighten this or let me know what you're thinking? I I don't know. Yeah, of course. I do think that it's it's so cute that you want to like be with the group and like do improv things, which I get. But I do I do think <laughs> if you want to get to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Adam and Misters. Oh my god. <laughs> to the CEO of TikTok. So I do think you should talk to the highest person in power, which I'm not quite sure Haley has the right idea of who it is, but I do think it's the right direction. So calling the CEO of TikTok and then basically just going from there. Okay. Nithisha goes, improv, that's so cute of you. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> Sam. We're kinda we're kind of um split up here. What about you? What about you? Yeah, I mean Haley, I don't know if you heard this, but uh Orange Man Bad. And um <laughs> Adam, I like your uh your thoughts, but really I don't know. I mean improv group fun tiktok i like tiktok doing the dances if you want to stop them well i know it's not my place here to give advice so you know yeah learn to dance and show them uh what you can do show them why it's better than tiktok but um i don't know in a dance party everybody can do their own dance and um I I, I, I I get escalation is fine in all situations, but here I just kind of feel like, you know, what's what's on your FYP is different from what's on their FYP. Wow. I think we can all accept that. Whoa. I mean, yeah, I don't know if we came to a consensus, but at the end of the day, I think Sam is dropping some real truth when he says that everyone's FYP is different and you can extend that metaphor to your improv group. So maybe you don't think improv or your improv group is about TikTok dances, but maybe your scene, your scene partners do. And so it's all about 
um, ticking and talking next to each other, I'd say. Adam and Haley, do you have any closing thoughts or arguments? Um, I just want everybody listening to learn the choreography to one, two step <laughs> and send it to our social media <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you. If even one person submitted the choreography to one, two step to us, Oh God, what would I do? We'll give you a I, shout out. We'll give you a shout out. I will like actually bring you food. I will buy you food. And I'm <laughs> I'm currently poor. So Shit, I will what if I, can I learn it? We'll, we'll oh, get damn. you something with our dining dollars. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> give you, I'll give you a t-shirt. I'll give you a fishbowl t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I would die if someone did that for us. Okay, anyways. <laughs> uh Haley, anything anything from you? Yeah. Um, you know what? Get out there and vote, kids. Mm. Uh, please, if you are above the age of 18, get out there and vote so that we don't have to beg Donald Trump to get rid of TikTok yeah. for us. Mm. Instead, we can beg somebody else. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go straight to Sierra and Missy Elliott. Yeah. And um, be like, hey, <laughs> Missy. Uh, it's it's me again. Um, do something. Or... Even better, what if we just flood TikTok with better dances? Yeah. Mm. Put some so. more content in there so it's not the same someone, five dance moves. Going viral TikTok, is always a good idea. Someone make a TikTok dance to our podcast theme song. Actually, yeah. can somebody please? I know you guys, Maybe you will. listened to it. When you were bopping to, the, uh, to our opener, you were like, yeah yo this actually bumps and you are completely right it does you are right yeah. it does slap it actually does slap shout and out to, so, to joe who made it sam shout out to joe joe burn joe. joe burn thank you dude maybe get your whole prof team to dance to it yeah yeah i agree all right so for this piece of advice i think um key points missy elliott um voting um dance good improv good Nathisha, think improv cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've landed on. <laughs> uh, we also have another piece, uh, another question. Some more people asking for advice. Um, I can only stomp when I walk. Help. Uh, submitted by Heavy Soul. Um, Carly, Audrey, do you guys have any advice to give to Heavy Soul today? Oh, do I have advice for Heavy Soul? Uh, Heavy Soul, listen, I sympathize with you, but I also want to implore you to get your ass off the ground, pick up your feet, <laughs> you know what I mean, and stomp them back down. Because listen, at the end of the day, if there's one thing that New Yorkers everywhere love and tourists alike, it is the musical sort of, um, I don't even know what you would call it, but the, the show Stomp. I don't know if you're familiar with the show Stomp. Big fan, posters, big fan. The posters are all throughout the subway. And it's been around since, I want to say, the 90s. But you just pick up, like, random miscellaneous objects, uh, the top of a, a trash can, bang it with a stick, and stomp. And you won't be a pariah anymore. You will be the star. Just it's not the, about the stomping. It's not about walking normally. It's about finding your people. And if you're a stomper, 
lean hard into it. Go, go stomp, move your career onto blue man group afterwards. I, I think, uh, don't change for the man. Let, let the man change your life and pay you, um, in a New York theater. That's what I, I'm supporting you. I'm, I'm holding out for you. That's my piece of advice. That was great advice. Um, Audrey? I didn't know we had a stomp stand in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I really want to say to Heavy Soul is uh, this seems like a cry for help. I mean, even the name itself, Heavy Soul. Huh. Soul. <laughs> interesting. S-O-L-E. Um, but I, what I'm saying is maybe subconsciously it's more an S. O-U-L type mm-hmm. situation and I'd like to say um, you have options here you know what I mean uh, if something's weighing you down if it's making you stomp maybe you should investigate talking to someone you know like um, it's really important to get the, the help you need and uh, maybe that'll lighten your step and you'll be skipping down the street every day hey you never know so you make that phone call take that step also um, another thing you could do is uh I don't know, just walk lighter? I feel like you can do it. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Audrey, really bringing in the importance of mental health. Therapy is for everyone, guys. Um, Natisha, who are you? Who, whose side are you on? I am leaning towards um, Audrey just because I didn't understand a single word of Broadway in New York. I'm not even sure what Stomp is. Is that... <laughs> Whoa, okay. Whoa. <laughs> This is really awkward right now. <laughs> it. So, so that's Nathisha just outed herself um, <laughs> as like a, a stomp hater. <laughs> that is ignorant. So embarrassing. Okay, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> it's whatever. It's whatever. It's just our first podcast, but it's no big deal. I'll, I'll look into it right after this is over. But um, I am leaning towards Audrey just because when there's an issue with somebody you definitely need to look at everything holistically and so if something's you down you better talk to a therapist to lift you right back up so that's why i'm definitely we're leaning more towards audrey than carly Hmm. great points uh how about you adam well um i may also be a stomp stand so <laughs> I, love it. I definitely am on Carly's side. It is just a spiritual experience, mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. watching it and making your own. And let me also bring another film into the discussion. Um, Stomp the Yard, if anybody has seen that. <laughs> oh, yes, Adam, <laughs> you're speaking my language. <laughs> Just, I'm just saying, make your life theatrical, make it a movie because mm-hmm. you have this gift and you're not recognizing it as a gift now, but it is. Stomping is a gift. And don't you want to be like that woman in the kitchen and stomp who's like, ordering? And when they're, when they're in the kitchen making all those sounds, that's what I would want to be in life. So if I was given a gift like you, I would definitely follow Carly's path. Thank you, Adam. You're a dreamer. Um, how about you, Sam? Whose side are you leaning on? The stomp can mean a lot of different things. Um, you know, if you're trudging along with your, you know, if you just step in real loud, I don't know, you could try some slippers. They're comfortable and they'll dampen your steps. But 
I don't know, maybe you're just dancing. And in that case, yeah, go for Stomp the Show. I like that. I think that's cool. Stomp. I feel like I, I think of like America's Got Talent. When I think of that, I feel like they were on that or something. And, you know, maybe stomping while you step's a, a real talent. I don't know if it's a problem. There's not enough here to tell me. So I think it's, I'm just going to assume that heavy soul. I think you're just really a stand up person and keep at it. And yeah, use it to your advantage. Uh, leverage this talent because only you have it. That was so. beautifully said. Haley, what do you uh, think? Uh, I mean, I don't mean to be that person who brings us into a tie but I really do think that Audrey made great points and really looked at as Nathisha said looked at the whole question holistically heavy soul may have two souls that are heavy you know and uh, I'm a big believer in mental health awareness so however that does not take away that feeling of watching Stomp for the first time in middle school <laughs> on YouTube. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes. When they bring out the brooms and you're like, what? <laughs> like, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, okay. And I, 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 I'm not trying to coax anyone to my side. That would be really effed up. But here's what I'm going to say. Audrey, in her question, not to target you, I agree, therapy good, Okay. But then Audrey goes, yeah, you really should need help. You need some people to talk to. And then she goes, but also just try to walk lighter. <laughs> Audrey, do you have a rebuttal to this <laughs> accusation? She's like, go get help. And then she's like, but also it's easy to be help- like walking normal. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm just like blessed with like dancers feet. Like I, it's just difficult for me to like relate to it. Right. Um, that but- is true. But at the same time, it's like not everyone's built that way. So I should really try to like, you know, like lower myself down a little bit and really try to empathize more, I guess. No, I but I, I should have I shouldn't call you out because you do have beautiful, <laughs> beautiful feet, um, dancers feet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. Tr- I, listen, truth. I truce with you. There is I much think... to be said about the discourse between dancers' feet and, I guess, stompers', stompers feet. feet. Yeah. <laughs> dancers' feet and stompers' feet. They've. It's always been sort of like a Montague Capulet situation. Exactly. Think, you know, like it's not like Romeo and Juliet have never fallen in love, right? It's right. like um, Cats the musical versus Stomp the musical. You know, it's like yeah. what style? What style? It's a Crocs versus Tim's type thing. Yeah. <laughs> like this is really just step up. Yeah. This is literally this whole discussion is just step up. Yeah. I also feel like in this podcast we can just make a list of like 40 different recommendations of movies <laughs> that we need people to watch to understand it. I love it. Um Heavy Soul, if you take nothing from if you take anything from this, yeah. Please just watch Step Up. Yeah, watch Step Up and, and educate yourself on Stomp. And, you know, whether you want to be a part of it or not, I think everybody should know about it. Uh, just for oh, and try, try therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, therapy listen, is for everyone. I agree. I know. I, I want you to join some, but I do think therapy is for everyone. I think that's important. And you can do both. And, and por qué no las dos, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, and at the end of the day, maybe that's the advice we're giving you. I think um, take every piece of advice that comes out of a fish's mouth 
uh, whether it contradicts the other fish or not, I think is maybe the the advice for you today, Heavy Soul. But uh, thank you guys for writing in your advice. Uh, we will be asking for more in the future. And uh, I hope your life got a little bit better from that. Beautiful thing. brings us to the, the end of our first podcast bits in the tank i can't believe it's already over um this should be airing around uh october 30th or 31st so happy halloween and as Haley mentioned before don't forget to vote if you can please vote. <laughs> please vote <laughs> please oh my vote. god <laughs> um we'll by the next podcast maybe we'll know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> anyways so that's something to look forward to <laughs> but for now um follow us at fishbowl improv on all of our socials watch out we'll be asking for more gifts for the podcast in the future asking you for more advice we need and all that jazz but um have a good day or night whenever you're listening to this and um don't forget to feed your fish and make See sure to guys. send those one two step videos. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> closely monitoring our socials. And send your one two step videos. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>